Hello, everyone. Today on the show, I was able to interview Alyssa Wolf from Your Unbusy Life. Today's episode is going to be worth your time. I can promise you that. Alyssa shares some productivity habits that she's been able to implement into her life with her five kids as a homeschooling working mom. And it's really great to hear just an overview of the things that have transformed her life. And as she said before we started recording, she feels like she doesn't have to take a vacation from her life. And I think that's really important that we all have that perspective. We shouldn't feel like we need to run away from what we have right in front of us. We want to be able to enjoy it. This episode is super quick and definitely worth your time. I hope you enjoy it. Let's face it, being a homeschooling mom who also works from home can be pure chaos. As you've probably already noticed, despite the occasional laugh track, Life isn't a sitcom, and everyday struggles are rarely resolved in 30 minutes with commercial breaks to keep your sanity in check. So the right strategies and mindset are vital for becoming more productive and less overwhelmed with all the things life throws at us. Enter the Simply Freeing Podcast. Episodes for the highly passionate, busy, work-at-home, homeschooling mama ready to break away from cultural norms and raise lifelong learners. So let's kick stress to the curb. Throw chaos out the door and order in some peace and simplicity with a cup of coffee or three. Hi, Alyssa. How are you? Good. How are you, Jackie? Great. Thanks for coming on today. And let's talk about a little bit about yourself first. I want to hear, I know you're a homeschool mom too, and you talk about, we're going to talk about productivity habits today. So I just want to, can you tell us a little bit about yourself first? Sure. Yeah, I'm homeschooling um, three kids this year, but I have five. So more ramping up is in my future. <laughs> um, right now, they're ages two through 13. And your company that you run, what can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so I run Unbusy, mostly to help introverted moms who've got lots of kids, especially if you're in the three and up kid family get back to having quiet in your day. So it's not just, you know, go, 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 burn out, burn out, burn out all the time. So did you always know that you were an introvert? Like, did you discover that later? <laughs> or I think I knew that from a teenager. I mean, I didn't read the books, you know, like quiet and stuff till I was in my twenties and thirties. Cause I, I didn't know about them before, but mm -hmm. yes. So it was easy to be an introvert pre-kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely true. So I read through you, you mentioned that um, before we started recording that you have productivity habits that will help you when you have a big family, right? So I know yes. you have five kids. So I'd like if you could share some of the productivity habits that you've come up with that help you run your family and homeschool and run your business. I think it would be really helpful for others to hear that. Sure. No problem. So the five top habits I've got are number one, planning my week out ahead of time because I do not respond well on the fly. I'm a huge planner. So the worst thing you can do to me is tell me, oh, change of plans. We're going to do something else. Scrap everything. <laughs> so if I get this done ahead of time, then I can just go through each day knowing that I dealt with it earlier. I don't have to worry about what to thaw and did the, was the meat a roast that was going to take three days in a shoot. You know, it's not going to be done in time, all of that kind of a thing. So having one day a week to plan out everything, whether it's the menus, the grocery list, the food prepping, um, anything special for the kids, homeschooling, 
anything I'm doing for the business, like recording this interview and any, you know, family birthday parties, all that stuff that I have to then balance my time and energy for. So that's number one. Um, and, number two. And uh, before you move on to number two, I would say that I, the planning aspect of doing things one day a week, that's not my natural tendency to do that, but it has mm-hmm. really helped me to feel less busy and to get more done, even though that's not something I would rather do things on the fly, but I know that I'm better when I have one day a week to plan things out. So even if that's not your tendency, if you're more like me and you're listening to this, sometimes having that one day to plan can really change a lot and give you a lot more peace during the week. Yes. Not having to think about it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay. So So number two is delegating chores to the kids. I got everything done when I had three kids, but when I was pregnant with number four, suddenly it was, oh, wait a minute. I don't think I can do all the cooking and cleaning and the homeschooling and be pregnant and need to, you know, take naps and lay on the couch when I'm not feeling well. So I had to start inviting them into the chores or saying, well, we are doing the laundry together. You can collect the laundry. You can bring it over so I don't have to bend over 30 weeks pregnant, you know, put it in. But I can put in the soap for you and press the buttons. Mm-hmm. That kind yeah. of thing. So it's amazing how much you can do if you if you take on more of a chore manager role and tell them, how about you wash the dishes and I scrub the pots? How, you know, how about you load the dishwasher or unload the dishwasher? I take care of them washing the knives. Just <laughs> all the things that you're like, oh, this is my job. And then it's, well, actually, this is pretty low skill level. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that is, I have another whole episode that I did on that aspect of delegation. And I think that's one of the hardest things for, for moms who are used to doing it all to kind of give up. Um, especially when their first child's like the guinea pig and they're just not used to, to teaching them how to help around the house. If they're not used to seeing that modeled, um, delegation is, is really big. And I, I struggle a lot with that. I tend to try to just do it all. Cause it's like faster than to actually give it up to somebody else to yes. do. So, okay. And then what's the next one? Next one is streamlining your meal prep. So when I just had two kids, I was running around trying all the food blogs and all the fancy things and, Ooh, I've never cooked this and pumpkin muffins. Let's have a bake-off five recipes. Which one's my favorite now? I really don't have time for that. Or rather I would rather not make time for that because cooking is not a hobby for me. It's a chore. So I do not want to add optional chores into my day. (laughs) So it is definitely a season of streamlining the meals. So, you know, half the meals of the week are more of a repeat every week for, you know, spring or fall or winter, whatever. And then the other half, maybe I can put in whatever I feel like, but I might still want to say crock pot meal tonight or something pasta tonight. So I'm not having to use up the brain energy flipping through cookbooks to come up with, you know, seven meals plus more on the weekend, things like that. Yeah, that makes sense. One of the things I started doing was, um, that's really helped take the thinking out of cooking is um, I, when we had a week that went really well, I took note of it. I wrote it down so that when I know I'm having like a Sunday and I need to prepare for the week and I just, it's too busy. I haven't had a chance to really think I'll pull out that week's list of meals that went really well. And that's what we're having this week. So it's like done. We don't have to think about it. 
Um, That's a great idea. So yeah, that there's, there's a lot of things that you can do, but the, the ultimate goal is to take a little bit of time in the beginning to plan out just for a couple of days. And it, you really see a massive difference in what you can actually get done. Yes. No more. Oh no, it's four o'clock. What am I cooking? And do I even have the ingredients for that? Yeah. And I think, I think it takes some, um, consistency. And once you create a habit out of it, where you see, okay, this is the day that I'm supposed to be doing this. And you, you kind of force yourself to do it in the beginning over time, it becomes automatic. And especially I think for my, on, on my end, when I saw the change that it made in our family, because I feel like we've recently started doing that consistently without thinking it's really changed a lot. Um, And the kids are better knowing what to expect when I write everything down on the board. So they see, they're not asking me what, when is dinner? What are we having for dinner? They kind of know. So if they're not thrilled about it, it's like, oh, well, that's what we're having, (laughs) you know? So yeah, it's been helpful. Fewer questions to answer is always good. (laughs) (laughs) So then what's the next one that you have? Um, Next one, since we're both homeschoolers, is helping the kids learn to work independently. Because it takes a lot of time getting them going the first few years, used to doing the schoolwork routine, working before playing, and then the number of subjects you're having them do. It's just a big adjustment for them. But there's no reason they can't learn to say, okay, here's my stack of my five subjects or however many, and here's my breakfast chore, and here's my lunch chore, and I need to work steadily at them. And here, I need grading. I need tutoring help. I can't figure this out. And they call you instead of expect you to read every single direction mm-hmm. to them and teach them the lesson that the book already taught them effectively. Yeah. So what, um, what age do you start teaching them that independence Kind of closer to second grade. It depends how they're doing individually. Some kids, some of mine really prefer to take responsibility for themselves. And some of them are, especially depending on the reading level, are as long as possible. Mom, read this to me. And they have perfect comprehension if I read it. They just didn't want to get over the hump of reading their own instructions and following them. Mm -hmm. Like it's maybe a safety crutch to make sure you're doing it right. Have mom tell me (laughs) instead of the book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, And I think that helps when you're homeschooling multiple kids. And I know that that's um, always tends to be overwhelming for, for families when they have their kids starting to get, get, getting older and they have a bunch of different grades and reading levels. And it just, it's important to teach them that independence. Um, I talk about this a lot in, in the course that I have, because it's one of the things that even as a teacher, when I taught in the classroom, I did not even realize how much handholding I had to do before I can release them. And I think that's one of the things that we have to make the switch to really train them and be right with them for a while. And some of the kids takes longer than others before we can actually expect them to be able to do things independently and to do it well. So, yep. And the last habit is to honor my own, I'm running on fume signals and stop working no matter how much I've got on the to-do list. Because if I'm just in that, I am totally done, but I'm going to force myself through. I start yelling at people. I have no energy for cooking supper, you know, four hours down the road. And it just doesn't go very well those days. So I find that when I say, no, it's one o'clock, I am wiped. 
I'm going to take two hours and, you know, read a book. That's my hobby of choice. And Mm -hmm. then I will have energy. It always happens that way. I do have the energy. And even if I've got four things left on the to-do list, somehow it just goes way faster. I'm like, wait, I folded the laundry and it only took five minutes this time. (laughs) You know, I prepped the casserole or I, you know, filled the Instapot and it just went quickly when whatever was a mountain before now is just a, oh, I have energy now. I'll just zoom really quickly through it. But there is that mental, but I'm not done. And I was supposed to be done by now, or I can't take a break. I have work left to do, you know, that mental training, you know, and getting over. No, no. What's most important is my energy, barring any, okay, the meat really has to be thawed by now or it won't be done type of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really true. And um, the, the burnout culture that we're surrounded by, it doesn't really tell you to step back and, and take breaks, but it's so important. Um, especially now with just all the emotional stress that's around us. And, um, there's just so much going on. And if you don't take that break, you're going to end up being a mess for your kids too, and your family. And that's not really the place where they, they don't want to see you like that. They shouldn't have to see you like that. I mean, we're all human. So obviously we're going to have times where we're going to fall off, but yeah, that's really that's really important to do that. And I would say my, I, I find that I'm most at peace when I can like write out whatever I'm thinking when I'm alone and I can just like brain dump everything that is in my mind yes. um, and kind of make a list and get myself organized and get out what's in my head. I, I like to do that through writing. So like that type of thing is good for me. Um, so you have to really find what is going to help you recharge Um, even for a a little drive away from everybody helps me too. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so those helpful. So let's just go over them really quickly before we end to make sure. Okay. So number one, planning ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Number two, delegate stuff to your kids. Number three, streamline your meals whatever that looks like for you. And number four, if you're homeschooling, help your kids learn to work independently on their schoolwork as soon as they're at least, you know, middle elementary. And number five, when your energy says you need to take a break, take the break, come back to the to-do list a little bit later. These are really great. Thanks for for putting all that together. It's so good. So I'd love for you to share um, how we can find you. And um, I know you said you have something that you wanted to offer um, everyone to kind of help them in with productivity? Sure. So you can find my website at yourunbusylife.com. And that has the um, podcast. So you can read it as a blog. You can watch it as a video on YouTube, or you can hear it as an audio file. So I produce something new every Tuesday for you guys. Also, I'd like to give you a free five-day email challenge to go along with what we were talking about, productivity, doing less, and delegating to kids called Get Your Kids to Clean Their Rooms Without You Doing It. So five days to get you doing those little baby steps. If you can't just go from you picking up everything to saying, sorry, you're responsible. This is a pigsty. Clean it up now to my standards. You know, there has to be a little bit of training in between. So I've broken it down for you a little tip a day to get you to that spot. So you can just take that off your list. I mean, unless they're a baby or two years old, of course, but you probably have some kids that are older than that. So thanks. Thanks again, Alyssa, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. This has been so helpful and I will be sure to add all the links to everything you talked about so that people can connect with you in the show notes. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me on. 
I am super excited to announce that my stress-free homeschooling class is back. This is my signature free web class that is going to help you get more clarity around your homeschool days and most importantly, give you the mindset and practical strategies you need so that you can truly enjoy your days at home. Stress comes out of us in so many different ways. Some of us shut down, some of us freak out, some of us give in to the stress, some of us literally become a magnet for guilt. So if you're brand new to homeschooling, on the fence about beginning, or in the midst of it with a ton of guilt that you're barely teaching at all, or piling the work onto unhappy kids, you'll walk away from this class with more clarity around your homeschool choices. Your time with your kids is so precious. Homeschooling doesn't have to feel hard or that it's a burden. I'm going to teach you my signature sacred method to help you go from feeling frazzled to more free. You'll get more done in less time and with a clearer focus. This class is happening on Thursday, February 24th at 9 p.m. Eastern, right on Zoom. You can sign up at simplyfreeing.com slash SFH. That stands for Stress-Free Homeschooling. When you sign up, you'll get your workbook for the class so that you can take notes and most importantly, take action right away. I am so excited. I can't wait to see you there. I'll see you next time, friends.